right. Good morning. Good morning, Sonia. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Welcome to the Coach's Cup. I'm Sonia Green with SoniaGreenCoaching.com. <laughs> I'm your defender. Uh, you can find me over at NoBS. <laughs> All right. Okay, so today we are talking about a very popular topic, especially as everyone is going back to school and summer is ending. We're all getting back, trying to get in some kind of routine. COVID has thrown a little, a little extra overwhelm at us all this year, I feel like. So today... No, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. no. Today we're going to talk about overwhelm. Yeah, no, I... Gosh, Sonia... Maybe you'll just tell me all about overwhelm. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> You've never experienced overwhelm. Your never. kids were always perfect. Everything. Your like life always, is perfect. I've always managed to get it done. And I, I just don't, I've never had this feeling. I know. I know. There's no one ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the great thing is we know when we talk about overwhelm that everybody has been there. Absolutely. At some point in time. Mm -hmm. And the beauty of it all is that even though we've all been there, it's a choice and we don't have to stay there. That is where the work is right there. Um, even knowing what I know about overwhelm and knowing that it's a choice when you are in the middle of things flying at you, right? Things, all the things coming your way, all the new things to learn and um, choices, the brain wants to jump immediately into confusion. Yeah, yeah. And why does it do that? Uh, because, well, because we're not programmed for all the options that we have. When there are so many things on the table, the brain will go to confusion because it's an indulgent emotion. Overwhelm is an indulgent. It just sort of like, likes to get, like, wants to get there and just hang out and just take over. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what a lot of times I know when, when I have clients who talk about overwhelm, they talk about spinning. I'm just, my brain is just spinning. It, it won't stop. Right. Right. I mean, and I felt it. So last night, um, well, I'm going to see my mom today. And when I did some texting with her husband, he asked me to go to Whole Foods, shout out to Whole Foods to get him two Chantilly cakes for um, his neighbors. And so I was in Whole Foods and I was at the checkout and I was thinking to myself like, wow, I remember when I used to come in here and how I just, I don't want to say I didn't hate it, but I was trying to identify the feeling, you know, having, you know, me with anxiety mm -hmm. and just trying to parcel out like, what was I thinking? And in talking with you, I was like, you know, it was never anxiety that I felt. What it was, was overwhelm because I grew up with one grocery store, Ingalls. Ingalls, that's where, I mean, there would be 10 Ingalls around me and that's it. And so shopping Ingalls, like I knew the layout, I knew where all the things were, all the checkouts were the same. So years and years and years of just shopping at Ingalls and my brain was used to it. And I can remember walking into Whole Foods when we got it and just being like, Oh my word, look at these words. What does this mean? What are these things? Like organic. And, and then of course there was the prices, but that's another story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but it was overwhelmed. Like my brain was overwhelmed because 
it was confusing. It wasn't what I was used to. My brain liked what it liked. It knew the old store. Yeah. And that was just really interesting for me last night to, um, to have that moment. Yeah. My brain was doing. Well, and we, we were talking that actually stores use that to their own benefit because occasionally stores will just completely change their layout. And, you know, everybody complains about that. I, our our uh, grocery store recently changed its layout and everybody was complaining they couldn't find anything. They, but they use that because in our state of overwhelm, we're seeing things we haven't seen before. And so we make these impulse purchases. You've got to shop around. You've yeah. got to move and like, and on the, on the way to find what you're looking for. Yeah. You're going to find something else. Yeah. Yeah. So, so obviously the best thing to do is to go in. I, I'm a list maker. So I try to go in the grocery store with my list and focus on that. But if I find myself meandering down aisles that I don't usually go down, you know, it's easy to, to just kind of stare. Yeah. And, and we have all these options that we didn't have. So everywhere, everything, like you were talking about, um, you, you work with college students and about the options that they're giving. You want to talk about that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, when I, I make it sound sometimes like it's back in the old days when, when we were, when we were kids, it's not really, but you know, now I think when I went to school, I knew why I was going to school. Most students had a major, not everybody, but now these kids are coming into school and we're telling them, Oh, no matter what major you choose, there's jobs out there that are going to be out there in 10 years. You might be doing that haven't even been invented yet. Let's talk about some overwhelm. You know, these kids are trying to decide, am I going to major in political science or business or history or English? And we're telling them there's jobs you're going to do that don't even exist yet. So true. There's no place for your brain to land. And, you know, for the shout out to the boys for their uh, underdeveloped prefrontal cortex at this point, you know, they're what in their early twenties, yeah, trying to get that under control and having all these options and being so good at so many different things, right. And loving so many different things. So narrowing that down, um, while it can, let's see, how did Brooke say it? Uh, oh, overwhelm (laughs) pretends to be necessary. Yeah. You know, if just making a decision for the student or for myself in the grocery store. Grocery. Yeah. Right. Uh, and, and, and I would still even argue for that, like, cause I didn't know the layout or it was like a foreign, it was like being in a foreign country grocery store to me. It may as well have been. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thinking about, not making a decision because you're overwhelmed when in fact, Sonia, we were talking about what is overwhelm being a feeling, a feeling that we're mm-hmm. having in our body based on the thought that I have too many choices, too much to do. If you, if you, the key there, if you catch your brain saying too much or too, too many or too whatever, then it's probably overwhelmed. And for, you know, where does overwhelm, do you know where it sits in your body? Do you know the feeling? Have you isolated it? 
I'm going to go with my brain. <laughs> it feels like an overall just swirling thoughts mm-hmm. and not landing, not landing anywhere. Yeah. And maybe there's some like motion, like I'll find myself doing a little bit of laundry or going to the office or yeah. going to my bedroom and just like trying to do something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we had, we had, it's, it's a, uh, it's not the most pleasant visual, but, but growing up, if I wasn't focused on something the my mom would say, well, you're running around like a chicken with your head. <laughs> That's overwhelm, right? It's very graphic. I'm sorry. Very little, Southern too. I grew up with that expression too. It is. It's sorry, very but, um, you know, the idea that we're darting here, darting there, and we're not getting anything accomplished because we're just doing pieces of it. Yeah. Trying like for me, it, it feels like I'm accomplishing something, although it's not anything on the list, Yeah, but it, it gets me going, you know, and I'm aware of it. Like it feels productive, like doing the laundry feels productive when I really have you know, a list this long of things that of work related things to get done or whatever it is. Yeah. So how do we move past overwhelm? Cause we all know that we get it. We all, you know, I, I, I didn't say, I usually feel it like in my chest, like right in my sternum mm-hmm. is where I feel it. And it's a very tight feeling. So it's, it's interesting to kind of, you know, figure out where it is in your body and, but one of the things that I have discovered with clients when I'm coaching them on overwhelm is that they're saying, I have too much to do. I have too many things on my list. But the truth is there's usually one thing or maybe two things that they really don't want to do. They're avoiding. Right. Avoiding making a decision. Yeah. Yeah. For whatever reason. For whatever reason. And so, you know, when we can, when we can focus in on what that one thing is, what's that thing, whatever it is. I had, had a client yesterday, she's writing a book and it was, it was writing time and she was sitting there staring at the screen for three hours. And she said, the cursor was just blinking at me, mocking me. (laughs) (laughs) That is too funny. And, you know, that was the thing she needed to write and she was feeling overwhelmed. She was convinced there were no more words. I was like, there are plenty of words. She goes, no, Sonia, there are no more words. (laughs) (laughs) It feels very true. It does. It feels true in our brains Mm -hmm. because overwhelmed, it's pretending to be necessary. I have to feel this way. There are no more words. Mm-hmm. I have to feel this way. There are a thousand new choices in this grocery store. I have to feel this way. I don't know what to do with my child. I, there was a, a mom I coached last week trying to make a decision about what to do for school for her, for her two kids. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, we talked about, you've just got to make a decision. Yeah. And yeah, and that's, that really is the key right there. And yeah. And just know that you made the best decision you could in the moment and you just keep going and be willing to fail forward if that's the case and just keep going. Yeah. There really are no wrong decisions. Oh, no. I mean, you, because if you choose to learn from them, then every decision is going to lead you 
down a positive road, right? To get exactly what you need. Yeah. Totally. I do believe that as well. Yeah. I'm leaning into that. <laughs> All right. Um, I have, I have blanked. There was somewhere I was going with that. Talk about um, becoming the watcher yeah. of your, of your thoughts and how to identify the thoughts. But I think you did cover that. Maybe we just didn't say the watcher when we're talking about um, noticing your thoughts. I should, or mm -hmm. I can't figure out what were the other ones you said? Too uh, much. There's too much. Or too many. There's so many. I can't decide. That's a pretty much a dead giveaway right there too. I mean, I don't know how yeah. many times I'll say, I just don't know what to do. Yeah. I can't decide. Yeah. Well, make a decision. Yeah. Yeah. And trust that it's, like I said, that it's the right one that is going to take you down the right path. Mm -hmm. um, and in addition to being the watcher in your brain, deciding what you're going to do with your day, planning your day, you can't always know everything that's going to come up. I think that's the thing I hear most often with people when I'm trying to get them to plan or make a decision you know, well, what if my child gets sick? Well, what if my, there's always going to be what ifs. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you decide that too. There's always going to be what ifs. I'm going to schedule some buffer time in here for different things. If something doesn't go right, you know, I can't tell you how many times when I was working under a deadline on my dissertation, the school would call and one of my kids was sick or the school would call and both of my kids were sick, <laughs> you know? So I had to, at that point, I had to figure it out, but getting overwhelmed doesn't help any of that. Right. It, our brain wants to go there because it's safe, because it's the old pattern, but to move to a place that really helps us, we have to say, Hey, this is what my day is going to look like. If something happens and it doesn't, then I'm going to get this thing done at this time or maybe at this time and schedule in a couple of places, but really planning and making decisions yeah. um, as much as you can. It's going to be the key to keep you from getting overwhelmed. Agree. I hear an echo. Um, so I had the, as you were telling that story, I was thinking to myself, I'd had this thought before, but when I'm in overwhelm, like it can feel like you're in a, like a tornado, like you're standing in the middle of a tornado and all the things are going around. And really, if you just take those things and start putting them on the calendar, just pulling them out of your tornado yeah. and plugging them in the calendar. Maybe I was self-coaching myself as you were saying that, like, Oh, yeah. Judith, just do this. Just <laughs> Uh, get your tornado under control and be in the, just be in the center and pull yourself together because the brain does love um, a plan and yeah. having a plan is um, just really comforting. Yes. And can get yes. some structure. Yeah. Because I mean, the, the brain does love a plan. And the thing is, if we don't make a plan, then mm -hmm. The plan that the brain has is, oh, well, we'll just go into overwhelm like we always do. Right. Make a plan and follow the plan. There are two things right there. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it, it does. It, it creates a lot of comfort. And, you know, I don't want to act like neither of us ever oh. deal with overwhelm, that we've got it under control in our lives. Because 
you know, just last week I was spinning because I had a report due. I had some other projects due. And what I realized once I planned them out and got them done, not only did I have time to do everything, I had some extra time. Oh, I got oh. to do some fun things with the family. That's awesome. <laughs> it, it, and I will say similarly, like I totally, the thing that I have gifted myself with has been um, some B minus work. Like yes. when I have found myself recently with um, a lot of things on my plate um, to get myself out of it, make a decision and step out of perfection, be willing to take the feedback, B minus work is completed work and just keep going because I could, I could get stuck. Yes. In perfection. Yes. And time could just roll over me like a wave. Yeah. And I just, I just want to be sure and say that, that it's okay. Whatever, whatever yeah. you need to baby step yourself out of overwhelm the decision, like, okay, I'm going to do some B minus work and that's going to be it. And then I'm going to move on. And it's going to be okay. Yeah. Perfection leads to procrastination. And, you know, all of those, they walk together down that path with overwhelm mm -hmm. and do. the best thing you can do. Yeah. I, I totally agree. Plan and then be happy with, with your B work, B minus work. Yeah. Cause it's really not, because it really, it is kind of like, it's kind of just your work. Yeah. Like, it's what I can do. I can't make it any better. Just my, my dissertation director or one of my mentors in, in uh, the PhD program always said a good dissertation is a done dissertation. Right. Right. It's so good. Done. Yeah. Done. Off the list. Check it off. Love it. Ooh, sorry. <laughs> All right. Anything else you want to say before we're done for today? No, I guess my, my big takeaway would be I, I thinking about overwhelm and, and yeah, just make the decision, do it. Yes. That, that feeling of just making the decision. Mm -hmm. It's, it's a gift that you should give yourself. And yep. you know, the more you do that, the more you make those decisions. It becomes a skill. Yes. It's a skill. Yeah. Yeah, and you will experience much less overwhelm in your life. Yeah. Because that'll be the new brain, the new rut your brain gets in. Oh, we make decisions. Yeah. Well, it becomes flexible. Exactly. The brain, the brain starts learning yeah. exactly the neural pathways. Yeah. Emotional flexibility. <laughs> I like that. I actually heard that on a podcast. I don't know whose, but <laughs> Okay. I like that. I was like, we need to get that on a t shirt. Right. <laughs> I am emotionally flexible. Yeah. <laughs> so good. <laughs> All right. Well, until next week. Okay. Thank you, Judith. Thank you, we'll, so. we'll see you at sonyagreencoaching.com. And yeah. Judith Bender at yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. See you later. Bye.